What's up, Real Buzzers? Before we start today's show, please go on Facebook and follow us at Real Buzz Takes. Then head to Instagram, follow us at Real Buzz Crew. Then head to Twitter and follow us at Real Buzz Crew. Um, also, please make sure to rate, subscribe, and review. It really does help the podcast out a lot. Also, feel free to send us an email at any time at realbuzztakes at gmail.com. And if you go to anchor.fm backslash realbuzztakes, you can also leave us a voice message, which we will certainly play live in a future episode. All right, let's start the show. I ain't got friends, I got family. Run the thing. <laughs> if you want a movie review, look no further than these dudes. You got real buzz Rob on the mic, you got cannabis keen and he's alright. Caitlin is giving off, she can give, and Calvin doesn't even know where he is. This is real buzz tea. None of these shots look good at all. That's all right. Uh, every one of these shots is crooked. Anyway. Where is Calvin? Uh, welcome to another edition of Real Buzz Takes. We are the Real Buzzed 2 today. I am Real Buzzed Rob. Gangsters, what's up, guys? Oh, Lord. And to my left today, we have our resident medical expert and mom at the pod joining me, Caitlin Woodson. Say hello, Caitlin. You think you're too cool for school. But I got a newsflash for you, Walter Cronkite. You aren't. I figured that was, you know, I like that one a lot. Love it. The 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 pregnant Great. pause. You aren't. <laughs> and the film that we will be going over today is The Fate of the Furious, and Fate is spelled F the number eight. It's also the eighth film in the franchise. Release date was April 14th, 2017. Directed by F. Gary Gray. F. Gary Gray is a good director. Uh, he has directed a lot of movies you've heard of and that you've seen. A lot of cult classics. He directed Be Cool, that original uh, John Travolta. I do know Ch- that Chili, Chili, can't think of his last name. Chili something. Anyway. Uh, also directed Law Abiding Citizen, The Italian Job, A Man Apart, Friday, and Straight Outta Compton. I like The Italian Job. I like Friday. Bye, Felicia. No, well, yeah, that that's too. They, they had a little homage to it at the end when Tej goes, "Hey, Miss Parker." <laughs> uh, after this, uh, he's known for MIB International, which is a terrible. I I haven't seen it. And I can already tell you, it's a terrible movie. I liked it. Well, it's a good thing women can't vote. <laughs> <laughs> Cast in this movie is Vin Diesel as Dom Toretto, Charlize Theron, Ther- Theron Theron. I think it's Theron. Theron, Charlize Theron. Uh, as Cypher, Jason Statham as Deckard Shaw, Dwayne Johnson as Luke Hobbs, honorable mention to Ludacris as Tej Parker, Tyree Skipson as Roman, Michelle Rodriguez as Letty, and then Kurt Russell as Mr. Nobody. And also two Game of Thrones characters. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, what's her face who did the created God's Eye with the curls? Well, I can't, I can't think of her name. Uh, her, last na- her last name is like a, a, ma- a manual. Okay. Anyways. And then the guy who plays Connor has some super, super Norwegian name. Yeah, that yeah, that's, re- that's where I recognized him from. That big fucking orange beard. Handsome dude. Game of Thrones. 
All right, let's go and get this party started. Yeah, let's fucking rage. Uh, Vin Diesel. Before this, he was known for um, Saving Private Ryan, which he was actually he was, he was good in that movie. Boiler Room, the Riddick franchise, the Seven Fast and Furious movies, Triple X franchise, the Guardians of the Galaxy franchise, A Man Apart, Knock Around Guys, and then after this, known for a movie called Bloodshot, which is also going to be a franchise. So he's got quite a few franchises. I think the best part about Guardians of the Galaxy franchise is that people don't know who he is. He is Groot. He is Groot. Is that not the best fact of I, all time? I don't know. I, I would love to know how much Disney paid just to have Vin Diesel say, I am Groot. I bet it's way too much. I bet it's not worth it. They could, like they could have saved a bunch of money on on the uh, the entire budget by just having someone else do it. Because it's not like it takes that much talent. He just says, "I am Groot," and and then it's all fucked around. It's his voice is all modulated anyway. After that, I love it. All right. They could have done the same thing by not having Bradley Cooper play Rocket Raccoon. No, but you can tell it's Bradley Cooper, and Rocket Raccoon actually has a part, and he it requires like ability and acting. Like I am, he just says, "I am Groot," and then they fuck with it a bunch. That's all it is. All right, Charlize Theron. Before this, known for The Devil's Advocate, The Italian Job, Monster, which she won an Academy Award for, Hancock, Mad Max Fury Road, Reindeer Games, which is, that's what we're doing next week. Reindeer Games. That's what we're doing next week. I love that. Uh, Prometheus and Atomic Blonde. I was disappointed with Atomic Blonde. I thought it was going to be awesome, and it was kind of boring. Yeah. It's a little bo- They have a second one. They're doing a there's, sequel. There's no action. I felt like it needed to be. It's just, but even the action just is bland. It's just, bleh, it's boring. And two movies I'll bring up later when talking about the movie. She was also in the uh, the Snow White movies. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. She plays the evil queen. Yep. She's going to play an evil people. And I'm going to bring that up later. All right, and then after this, she's known for movies like Longshot, Bombshell, which she was awesome in. She looked just like Megan Kelly. Holy shit. Is that her name, Megan, Megan Kelly? Megan Kelly? I think it's Megan. Megan. Uh, and then she has a Netflix movie out right now called The Old Guard. That I attempted to watch, it's okay. but had zero interest in about 15 minutes, and I'm like, eh, and I'm turning this off. And people are like, oh, it's so great. But ah. I, I really need to get interested in, like, the first 10 minutes where I'm on my phone. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yep, yep. Jason Statham. So we already did Jason Statham mm, on a prior pod, so we're going to go love with Jason Statham. some five fun facts. He was originally supposed to play Hitman, you know, that video game franchise that uh-huh. Timothy Oliphant stars in? And uh, but he turned it down, and so and so Timothy, which is weird because Timothy Oliphant and Jason Statham not a lot alike. Oh. But I guess that was the number one and two choice. I my mic is so fucked right now. I can't see my notes and talk in the microphone. I adjusted mine hardcore from you too. Um, spent twelve years on the British national dive team, which is pretty cool. Uh, was in the running to play Deadshot in Suicide Squad. Was inducted into the International Sports Hall of Fame in twenty fourteen, and is known as a keen supporter of the Nottingham Forest Football Club. Thought you might like that. I've never heard of the Nottingham Forest Football Club. Very small. I was going to say, isn't Nottingham Forest in Robin Hood? I don't... I think so. Yeah? Sure. I mean, it's a real place, though. Oh! Nottingham. Oh, okay. I did not realize that. I was. I was just thought it was made up for Robin Hood. My notes are fucking up today. Jesus. You want me to just, like... No, nah, I got it. Hold them. Like, All right. Like pinch him like this. We we already <laughs> we, we already did Dwayne Johnson on a prior pod too, so we'll go ahead and do five fun facts from him as well. Number one, he's the first ever eight-time WWE heavyweight champ. I don't know how that's an accomplishment, seeing how as the entire thing is scripted. Do you smell what the rock's what cooking? The rock is cooking. Yeah, I do. Sweat and pheromones. Ew, ugh. <laughs> ugh. 
cheeky and attractive man. He played uh, linebacker at the University of Miami in his college days. He was on the same team as Warren Sapp. I don't know if you're familiar with football players, but Warren Sapp used to call him Dewey. And I remember because I've seen interviews with Warren Sapp. He talks about Dwayne Johnson. He goes, Dewey, Dewey's about the third or fourth best line, uh, linebacker on the team. He wasn't terrible, but he wasn't very good either. It's just like, damn. Fucking great fire from fucking uh, Warren Sapp. Sapp daddy, yeah. Uh, what else we got? And his, Oh, yeah, oh, this is a good one. And his first semester at the U, his GPA was 0. .7. Well, because athletes don't, they don't, it doesn't matter. Yeah. Oh, this is my favorite fact about him. He was Tim Burton's second choice to play Willy Wonka in Charlie, Ch- Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. If Johnny Depp had turned Fuck. it down... Yeah, it would have oh, been the rock. I, I need that remake. I don't know. Right. I think it would have now. been even weirder than Johnny Depp did it. That that's the point. Yeah, it's still weird. Oh my god. I, I'm not in a good way. Like Tim John, Burton. Let's look that up. Like okay. Jo- Johnny, I need that. Johnny Depp, would you say Johnny Depp was good in that movie? I wouldn't. I would say he was weird and a little annoying. I wouldn't say the movie was good. Period. No, it wasn't. And number five, his ex wife is his manager. Uh, yeah, his oldest daughter's mom. Yeah. Simone. Yes. yes. Yeah. By the way, I bring that up later. Did you know The Rock's Simone? Because he doesn't ever like to point it out or talk about it. None of his movies mention it at all. Uh, He's literally Maui from Moana. No, I know. So. All right, let's move on to net worths. We'll go in reverse order, starting with Dwayne The Rock Johnson. One billion dollars. No. Oh, I'm just kidding. Uh, four hundred million. Close. Three twenty. Three hundred twenty mil. He's like he's an he's an American treasure. I like him. Jason Statham. I have a feeling I'm gonna think he's underrated or undervalued. Mm, I think he's appropriately valued. Two twenty. Seventy. Two twenty. Jason Statham, I would give you two twenty. Just saying. I think 70's just fine. And his wife, super hot. Of course! He's super hot. Like, the, the only people... Remember when we did Crank and you guys didn't know who he was married to and I showed you a picture and you all were floored? Yeah, well, it's... Floored. The, the insane part, like, no no hot, rich dudes have ugly wives. It's just not, it's just, it's just not how it works. Oh, except, there, there's a few exceptions, like Hugh, Hugh Jackman. Hugh Jackman. That's why... Hugh Jackman. Hugh Jackman. Mm-hmm. That's that's why there's been a lot of conspiracy theories around the fact that he's gay because his wife is only kind of good looking. She's also older than him. By quite a bit, by like 10 years. Yeah, but they were together before he was famous. Dude, so. he's, he's for sure gay. I don't even care. I don't either. I actually don't know if he's gay. But it's not like his wife's unattractive. She's just like... I think it's just... Un- I think people like to make conspiracy theories because actors are so well known for having younger wives. Yeah, but like I, I get it wife. though. I would, I would too. <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> oh Jesus! But they seem very happy together with their children. And yeah, it's, I mean, it, it, there's it's it's lasted quite a long time. As I said, they've been together since before he was famous. So good for him. I think people just need to suck a dick. Normally, it, when I get and a stop making conspiracy theories see, about people in love. If I got a huge paycheck, I might uh, trade up for a you know like trade trade in the the Honda Civic and maybe get a uh, Ferrari Testarossa. And I mean that about okay. Anyway. Makes you sound like a like an a hole. Oh, what nothing a hole about that. <laughs> nothing misogynistic about that, Caitlin. Nothing to see. Fake news. Uh, Char- Just like global warming. <laughs> Charlize Theron, Theron. One hundred and eighty. 160. This is going to be a hot take. I was close. This is going to be a hot take. I think she's overvalued. 
I just, I, and this is just my personal opinion. I'm not going to say overvalued just because she's in so many things. And maybe that's why, just because I've seen so much of her, I'm just, I'm kind of burnt down on Charlize Theron. I just think as an actress, she's a little over, she's a good, she's a great actress, but I think she's a little overvalued and overrated. Have you seen the Snow White movies? Probably not. No, I can't say that I have. Okay. They're not chick movies. They're like the live. Yeah, like the Huntsman. Yeah. Um, Anyways. If all her performances were that level, she'd uh, be undervalued. I do respect her for her like monster. That movie she did where she plays that serial killer. Um, true story. Have you seen it? Eileen Warner. Eileen Warner. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Boy, oh boy, can what can, the makeup can make anybody ugly. Mm-hmm. But she put on like forty pounds to do it too. So yeah. ma- you know what? Maybe she's not. Mad respect her for that. That was pretty rough. And people forget Christina Ricci's in that movie too. Yep, as the girlfriend. Yeah, that's right. Yep. Uh, okay, and then Vin Diesel. Uh, 142. 225, and he's wildly overvalued. I wouldn't say that. It, like you said, he's in a lot of franchise. Like, franchises make money. Yeah, so, It's not single movies. He's in a bunch of franchises. I know, but he doesn't. He always plays the same thing. He's the same guy. But these f- the Fast and Furious movies make a billion dollars every time, basically. Yeah, but he doesn't. Yeah, okay, but it, I just, okay. I'm pretty sure three of the Fast and Furious movies have gone over a billion dollars box office. Yeah, no, it's true. All right, well, moving on. Specs that alone. Specs and deeds. Runtime on this film is 136 minutes. It's too long. No. Budget. It's perfect. It's a little too long. But I don't know what I'd cut exactly. Ugh, some of the submarine stuff. It was so boring. There wasn't that much of submarines. It was just like five, there's like seven, eight minutes. No, I don't know. Yeah. I would cut the whole seven, eight minutes of submarine. Budget was $225 million. It grossed... Uh, Ninety-eight point seven million its opening weekend, <laughs> and then went on to gross one point two billion dollars worldwide. People love this franchise, and I think I know why. You don't have to speak English to know what's going on in like a car movie. It just you just know like car fast going there explosion. Yeah, you just like you don't. I mean, I don't think I could describe the plot. There's not. I mean, there's not much. Of, I mean, there's a plot, but you don't need to understand it to enjoy the movie, right? It's not a movie where you have to be like, well, I understand this happened because A, B, and C. You're just like, oh, no, there's just a lot of cool cars, hot girls, lots of explosions. Easy to like. Mm-hmm. It's, it's basically a movie for knuckle-dragging mouth breathers. Uh, <laughs> taglines. A lot of those in the world. Yes, there are. Taglines. New roads lie ahead. Uh-huh. Hate it. Ride or die. December. And the, okay. ri- the ride isn't over. Okay. And family will never, or family will be broken. Family will be broken. I don't like that one. That one sounds very scary. Well, but I mean, it was because he, but you know, he had to. Betrayed. Yeah. Betrayed. Uh, plot keywords: one, car chase; two, two explosion; shared universe. No, okay, shared universe. <laughs> Three, <laughs> nuclear terrorism. Oh, Lord. Four, one-liner. This movie is a lot of those. And then five, killed by propeller, which that that guy. Yeah, did. that guy did get like, killed by a propeller. Which that did it that did happen. I liked it. All right. Um, so I guess we're going to go for a Kate Nopsis. Kate, can uh, give us give us Kate Nopsis here? Yeah. Hope y'all are ready. It's amazing. <clears throat> you ready? Yeah, I'm warming up. Okay. <clears throat> Do you love... You didn't write it down? No, it's right here. <laughs> okay. Trust me. Do you love Fast and the Furious movies? Do you love car chases and explosions? Well, then I have a movie for you. 
short and sweet and to the point. <laughs> That's Caitlin, and uh, I just want to take this time to really thank you for the amount of effort you put into this podcast. It really, it's uh, it just, you're the first in the office and you're, la- you're the first one here, you're the last one to leave. Well, I am, <laughs> number one. That's actually, well, no, I am because well, I live here. live here. here. <laughs> number two, can you imagine, that? there's no better canopsis than that right there because it's the same as the previous seven movies. Yeah, but, yeah. Oh, that's right, because I so I thought it was funny. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> and I, I watched the um fuck this. I, I wrote an actual one, but then I decided the short one was way funnier. <laughs> no, I liked it. It was good. It was good. I, I I was watching the trailer for the ninth one coming out, and not only does Damas have a long lost brother, but Han's alive too. You what? S- Han, Han who got yeah, killed. Yeah, I know, in Tokyo Drift. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fuck these notes. Yeah, Han's alive. He 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 he's like at the end of the trailer, he goes, I'm back. Just like no one can die in this series, no one can really. I'm gonna die. get you a uh, a recipe book holder. No, I know. So I I need to get something. Yeah, so I can just like you know set them up here for now. Yeah, I don't I don't need any more drops. Um, I do put effort in. I watch the movies and I true. show up. I was I'm just giving you a I hard know. time. All right, moving on to the real buzz rundown. Um, Kate, do you want to start? And I'll just kind of sprinkle in as we go. Sure, I'm ready. Spaghetti. All right, this movie classic. Fast and the Furious movie, car chases, explosions, blah, blah, blah. Like, the first scene, awesome. I love when the car is on fire. Vin Diesel wrote, I guarantee you, Vin Diesel wrote that entire first scene. It's so self-serving to make sure you know that Dom's a really great dude. And a really good driver. He's just a great dude who's going to win a race and not take your car and then give his car to his cousin. Oh, my God. It's all great. It's all wonderful. He's He's, like, at the end of the race, he's holding a child. And it's just like, uh. He had to, he had to roll, roll, tuck and roll out yeah. of the car as it flies into the ocean. I loved it's, every second of it. It's not his kid. He doesn't even know the kid, but he picks up the kid. He's like, hey, look at me. I, I win. <laughs> Anyways, every second of that scene was amazing. <laughs> okay. When he makes the pop tab. Oh, uh, I enjoyed it. Yeah, this is the what pop the, tab to pull. Like, this is what the buster used to do when you, when you needed NOS but didn't have any. It's like, yeah. what? Uh, just... <laughs> And making a nice reference to Paul, lots of Paul Walker lots references Paul sprinkled Walker throughout, references, which I appreciated. Yes. The Buster. Um, so loved all that. As soon as Charlize Theron was on screen, I was immediately disappointed because, like, okay. does, does she? Let's talk. Does she have dreads? Are those? They look like half dreads. I think they're, they're like braids. Braids. Okay. Which number one bothered me a lot. You it's, are. The, it's a weird choice. I'm now. I may be incorrect. I think she was born in South Africa. She was. Cool. She speaks Afrikaan. Um, they speak a lot of French in South Africa, too. Uh, I don't know if she, she probably speaks that, too. She's a smart lady from what Anyways, I Anyways, not important. I was not behind the dreads. It's just a weird choice. It, it just, they, they, they don't it look. It made no sense. They don't look natural at all. No. I mean. They, it looked like a shitty wig. No, it did. It did. I think it was a shitty wig. Well, I know that, but at first I was like, oh, maybe she's just wearing a shitty wig to kind of blend in in Cuba. Oh, yeah. You think it's like a, a disguise? I thought maybe she was going to take it up. No. Whole well, movie. It's like, no, she's weird. She's kind of, she's this, uh, she's this quirky she's hacker, hacker, so yeah. she's got to have something quirky about her. Let's give her weird blonde smoothie dreads. So. She was not the appropriate villain for this movie, I don't think. I thought because, as a villain she she played no, well. Because, I'm telling you, you watch the Snow White movies, and when she plays like a um, like a mystical fantasy villain, it is... She's terrifying? Terrifying. She, she's kind of terrifying at parts of this movie. Yeah, but at the <clears> same time, like, I'm so confused by the hair. 
I'm confused by her motivations in general. She's exactly. just she's just like, oh, I'm gonna get nukes so I'm I can fuck hold, up the world. I can hold the world accountable. Yeah. For what? For what? What, what? Okay. What? Can you explain your geopolitics to me? Because I don't understand. Like, you just want to rule she the has, world. I she guess she has never mentioned her values once. She's like, hold them accountable. I'm just gonna, for, so, for what? Global warming? Yeah, when one government steps out of line, I'm holding Hunger? them accountable. It's like for what? Yeah. How are you? That's what? What? Hold them accountable for what? It, that's what I'm saying. She was not, and, and Charlize, I apologize. It may have been poor writing, but I don't think you were the choice for this well, movie. Well, and I don't know. And maybe they'll explain more, they'll go in depth more of her motivations in the ninth movie, because she's in the ninth movie. She has an equally strange haircut in that movie, if you watch the trailer. It's a very, very short bowl cut. See, now, I would believe that over the shitty braids. It's better. It's, yeah. it's still strange. It's just like, you really- But re she's quirky hacker. Yeah, she always has to make a statement with her hair. Which is fine. I guess I'm good. I'm fine the braids, with it. The braids were not it. The braids were not the statement. It was a strange choice. Mm -hmm. Wardrobe made a choice, and I'm not sure it was the right one. It was not the right one, and it definitely influenced my feelings as to it, was she a good villain in this movie or not. I still think she, uh, she played it well as a villain. Eh. The hair, the hair, Mediocre. I think is is a, is a uh, that's a that's a fair criticism. I think they could have gotten someone much more. I would have almost loved to see someone nerdier. Hmm. It's hard to be afraid of someone who's like too nerdy. Well, you say that, but then like they're holding the keys to nukes in their hands. That makes them pretty scary. No, I know, but aesthetically, like if you have to, yeah, it's but it's a movie, so you you, I know, you know it's not real. Just, so you got to be. I just don't think she was the right choice. Anyways, moving on from that. Okay, before we go, who would you choose, female villain, do this role? You had to recast Charlize Theron. I'm going to go with maybe Monica Bellucci would have been cool. Maybe a little old. Uh, Eva Green. Oh, that's great. Ava Green, Finn. That's a great, that's a good, yeah, that's a great she choice. She just is so stoic in any movie she does, which that's her thing. Yeah, dude. And she's got a, she's got a uh, fucking great personality. She's really smart. I'm waiting for the really smart. <laughs> no, so there's a great scene in the 300. But like she was good in the the James Bond movie. She was great. That's yeah. my favorite. Uh, she's my favorite Bond girl. Mm -hmm. Well, was I think Anna De Armas is about to take that mantle. Probably. Did you see the trailer? No. Holy potatoes. Um, you know I appreciate a good looking woman. So. As do I, Caitlin. That's 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 the one thing we share in common that makes this podcast <laughs> work. We can both appreciate a beautiful woman. All four of us. Yes. <laughs> And two of us can appreciate a beautiful man. No, <laughs> I can appreciate a beautiful man. I was mostly joking about the gay porn names. Oh, that too. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, this it, honestly another thing about this movie I really enjoyed is uh, oh, but hold on before we go back to Ava Green, uh, great scene of her in Three Hundred, one of my favorite sex yeah. scenes of the Three Hundred series. Uh, it's she's on the ship and her and the main character getting it on. In in the ship in the in bow of the ship. Three hundred. Yeah, the sequel to Three Hundred. Oh, the sequel. Yeah, I haven't seen that. It's worth a watch, fellas. It's worth a watch. Yeah, not for me, probably. Uh, the film, I thought. I think this movie shot beautifully. Oh, yeah. Whoever the scene, did the cinematography the imaging, did a fantastic yeah. job. The driving shots, all great. It's beautiful. It's, it's, it's just it's uh, wonderful to look at. Like, even if yeah, you don't no, like the plot, I, you don't like the actors, it is shot beautifully. I enjoyed the movie overall. There were just points of it where I'm like, no. I enjoyed it no. much more 
than I thought I was going to. I think I was just so bummed about Paul Walker not being in the franchise anymore that I just watched. I'm like, this wasn't good. But I liked it that they they honored him in a lot of ways. Number one, mm-hmm. number two, they explained it by you know him and Mia have kids now and they want to leave them. Yeah, but I'm frustrated it. because Mia's in the ninth one. She's all over the trailer. So how is she there? What do they explain about Brian? Does Brian die between the seventh and the eighth movie? Maybe or not eighth and the ninth? I don't know. Maybe. But you can't have Mia there and and, and not explain where Paul Walker is. I'm sure they will, or they'll CGI one of his brothers again. I don't know if you could that do that for a whole right. movie. Yeah, that feel right. But anyways, um, one of the most unbelievable scenes in this whole thing that I really, really did not like was Cypher taking over all of the cars. Oh, I liked that. That was cool. No, that drove me fucking. It wasn't really her. Nuts. It was her and her like um, her hacker goons. Friend, yeah, but like, I don't think that's physically possible. I don't know. I don't even think about hacking. You could create a worm that infects all the cars at once, and then they, the the, the worm program However, controls their driving. You think in New York City, number one, there'd be that many cars available at any one time. Number two, yeah, that sure. many of them would have push starts. <clears throat> well, yeah. Even if a, you we, we got to think about the we, logical we, stuff. We can't go down this path in a Fast and Furious movie. Suspension of disbelief has to be in an all-time high. <sighs> It's a, it's a Fast and Furious but movie. But I was watching them, like, jump out of the frickin' parking garage, and I'm like, no. Or as British people no. say, garage or car park. I like to say garage, but mostly because it's fun to say. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and another thing about these it Fast... It drove me nuts. The controlling all the cars part. It truly... You gotta you gotta set yourself free from those expectations in a Fast and Furious. No, and film. That, but that's fine. Like I can, you know me, I can suspend disbelief on a lot of things. Giant crocodiles. Waterworld. Uh, Waterworld. Um... But, no. No, because if it were possible, it would have already happened. I mean... And they stole it from an episode of Criminal Minds. Oh, well, (laughs) how dare you, Fast and Furious? How dare you? How dare you? Criminal Minds, how dare you? Uh, And the thing about these movies is the the longer they go on, they just keep upping the cornball factor (laughs) in each movie. We're just like, oh, God, just come on, man. It's too much. It's too much. As far as cornball factor, a part that I really liked so that corny. Was corny was the grappling hooks. <laughs> that's not that. That's just. That's not that. Cool. I'm. I'm thinking more like the whole tablet. I used to have a family. I named them Brian. Oh, meet Brian. Brian Marcos. What a name. Yeah, he sh- he calls. He's yeah. It's yeah. It's actually. I like that name. <laughs> you were trying to give it shit, and you're like, no, I like it. Brian Marcos is a cool name. Brian Marcos Toretta. Oh, and also at the beginning of the movie, speaking of Dom, his Spanish is atrocious. Listening to his Spanish at the beginning, just so bad. You're just like, oh, that's not, you're like doing your own kind of accent. It's not, I don't know what that is. It's very strange. You're just like, I, I'm understanding you, but you'd sound like, you you sound like, you sound crazy. Uh, grappling hooks. Um, would that work in real life? Probably not. Again, we can't go down this path. Of course, there's a lot of this that would never happen in real life. That it wouldn't be it wouldn't be a Fast and Furious movie if if if, if it were all you know like believable and real. Well, I'm just saying that one scene. Would that one? I'm, I'm trying to picture the grappling hooks and no, the amount ju- of brake power. Just and- like there's no car on this planet that has five thousand horsepower. No, that's true. It's not. It's just not real. <laughs> Josh was watching. He goes, "No, it doesn't. No, it doesn't. <laughs> it does not have five thousand horsepower." And how is this? It, it, the way his car is damn near indestructible. He's driving through walls. He's knocking cars over. I, oh, I see a couple the, of scratches, but that's about it. The, no headlight broken. In the new 
scene and the sub scene because then they had armored it out. So that's a little more believable. No, I'm talking about all in of New his York? cars. Oh no, all yeah, of his cars. No. He just mm-hmm. he's doing crazy shit, and his they're not they're not taking on any damage. No, but in the submarine scene, you could tell that she had armored it out for him to not get killed. Oh, for sure. Yeah, because he's so that's a little more believable. Going against like a small army with people with guns. People with guns. <laughs> you get killed by propellers. Yeah, the whole theory of it doesn't matter who's what's under the hood. It only matters who's behind the wheel. Like that's that's, ob- that's objectively false. It's not true it, at all. It I've, very much matters what's under the hood. I've been behind the wheel of many cars, and uh, you know, I one mean, or two died, it, and you can't fix that. Wait, what? Like the cars died. Oh yeah, sorry. I'm like, can, like there's a, no coming back. From that. People died. Jesus. I could have been the greatest driver of all time, but you know, if your fuel pump goes out, you, you're not moving. Right. Well, unless you're and Dominic Toretto and, and you have a pop tab, ain't fixing that, okay? Um, the in, the whole entire the the whole entire point of the altercation about the car beginning is completely negated when he destroys the car to race it to not have him take his car. It's it's so stupid. Yeah. And then he just, but I mean, he gave you know he gave him his cousin's car. He gave him his own car. His I think it car. was more of a hey, don't treat my family like shit kind of thing. Yeah, you, you respect is enough for me. You do such a good Vin Diesel. No, it's not. It's not I know good. it's not good, but I like it anyways. Yeah, yeah, it's that's a so. I, I I get the them trying to be funny with the Rock being you know a good dad and a good soccer coach and you know. I you, love the Rock. It's so funny. It's so strange how he's getting a classified briefing about some sort of uh, EMP weapon at like on at, the sideline at the soccer. Game. It doesn't seem like an appropriate place to no, be talking about not. classified information like that. I mean I don't know. No, it does not. And then he's putting up like I'm gonna need you to show some team spirit for the Red Dragons, man. I don't. That's that's a bad <laughs> Rock too. Uh, um okay submarine scene super unbelievable super boring um i liked how he directed the rocket away from the team to hit the submarine and then all the cars surround him so he doesn't get hit by fire yeah that was weird see that's another thing i mean if we want to talk unbelievable like the, the the fire would make all the other cars explode and everyone would die in that scenario accurate unless just the tank was in front of him and then it might be okay. Yeah, tank's probably okay. Tank's probably okay. So after Luke Hobbs gets arrested when they steal the EMP device, I think they're in Germany. Why does he end up in American in an American prison? Everyone in that prison speaking English. Uh, no one has a German accent of any kind. The guards are speaking English. Why is he in an American prison? He got extradited because he's a DSS agent. Do they say that in the movie and I missed it? No, but immediately... When he's going into prison, he's talking to Mr. Nobody. So you know they're back in America. Yeah. Mr. Nobody probably had him extradited. Yeah, that's probably true. They should have said something about that. It just was strange. <laughs> One extradition later. <laughs> One extradition later. Um, I The prison scene made me laugh. Yeah, I like that scene a lot. It was I, crazy. I really enjoyed the charismatic chemistry that Jason Statham and The Rock have, which is why I'll say Luke and Hobbs, Hobbs and Shaw – is a good movie. I yes. really enjoyed it. Those guys have great chemistry. It was because they're both insane badasses. Yeah, and it was. It's just a nice break from Vin Diesel being like the head honcho yeah, star of the show yeah. and it not was having like to five minutes of a prison break. I can watch this. Heck yeah! And it was awesome. Like it that parkour great. that Jason, uh, that Jason Statham was doing was mm-hmm. great. Uh, it, 
And, and I like to rock just bowling people over. Like, I'm a giant. Here we go. Let's make it clear right now. They talk a lot of shit to each other. The Rock is winning in a one-on-one fight against Jason Statham. Well, because he's an absolute monster. Yeah. Human. Yeah, yeah. He's a giant. He literally was doing bench presses with the cement table, which he tore off of his prison wall. I loved it. I did, too. Like it's 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 a little so, hokey and ridiculous, but it's calculated and it works so well. Here's the thing: you say hokey. He just posted on his Instagram story yesterday um, that the electricity went down at their home, and he had to go to work on a. Oh yeah, he broke it. He tore a gate. He tore his whole gate off by hand. Yeah, man. He's he's a uh, he's one of my favorite he people. He's a monstrosity, and I love it. If, if we're going to have... But so- yeah, he was showing pictures of it today, like the aftermath. And I'm like, you straight off tore that thing out of its hinges. Yeah, I'm telling you, man, if we... So if we want any more actors or celebrities run for president, I vote for The Rock. One, you would not need Secret Service. <laughs> See, I vote for... Uh, Terry, Terry... Terry... Terry Crews? Yeah, because he already played the president in Idiocracy. Yeah, but that's not a good... That, that's that's bad. We don't... Better job than what we got now. Wait, I mean... We don't make political statements on this podcast, Caitlin. I'm just kidding. He sucks. Um, As I live in my Black Lives Matter t-shirt. We yeah, Caitlin, I had a real problem with you wearing that. Did you? No. I brought a sweatshirt. None whatsoever. Not going to cover it up. <laughs> uh, um, anyways, yes, Terry Crews, 2020, I would vote for him, probably. Yeah, I'd, if you haven't seen Hobbs and Shot, go watch it. It's it's a fun movie. It's Honestly, also a little long, None but of the it's Fast fun. and Furious movies are bad. That's not true. Which one don't you like? Tokyo Drift? I love that one. That one aged a lot better than I thought it was going to. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I would say this is probably the worst one. Wow. Then I really need to go back and watch a couple of them. This is probably the worst one. Seventh being the absolute best. For reference, I have not seen six or seven. I immediately just watched eight. Yeah, she, she sat down. She's like, I thought Letty died, dude. I'm like, no, she did, but she's back. Yeah, the last one I saw was when Letty died. Letty so. lives. Uh, <laughs> super bad joke. There's the only the only character they can't bring back is Brian. Uh, I, I'm sorry, Paul. I, I love Paul Walker. That's very not funny. He was amazing. Uh, <laughs> I enjoyed the Blanta joke. That made me laugh. There there were a bunch of one liners that didn't make Tyrese the joke. The Blanta joke. Tyrese Gibson is looking at the the black man with the big gray beard on the oh, forklift. Oh yes, Blanta. He goes, yeah, you're you Blanta. Blanta, Black Santa. And the guy just looks at him like, the fuck are you talking about? And he goes, yeah, yeah, yeah. You put him. the car down you're right Blanta. here, and he's like. Just shaking his head. So that brings you to Tyrese Gibson's character. I understand what he brings to the cast movie-wise. It's comic relief. What the fuck does he bring to this team of elite people who steal things and save worlds? Like Nothing so far. Nothing. He, he's just, like, I think they literally- Like, like at his, least Ludacris is a hack, plays a, kind of a hacker, yeah. and Ramsey is His role on the team is to be made fun of and say things that are funny. Like, that's yeah. all he does. 11. I'm number 11. <laughs> I love that part. I I thought and you're gonna you're not gonna you're gonna think this is a hot take and I like it. I thought Charlene Charlize Theron did the best act, acting job in this movie of anyone. And then Helen Mirren showed up I'm like, no, nah, it was Helen Mirren. Helen Mirren. She, while she played a very minor role in this film, she bat. Uh, she was thrown a thousand. Oh yeah. She she does that. Well, if she's from England, so it makes sense. But she does that Cockney accent so well. Mm-hmm. It's very good. And I also think she's the hottest woman in the world above the age of seventy, probably even sixty. I'll say 70 for sure. She's very good looking. Yes, very very attractive woman. Uh, that's not a hot take. I, there's not a lot of acting in this movie. It's what are you talking a, about? It's just a bunch of guys playing with cars. Like, this, that's every guy's dream. This movie has two Oscar winners. 
We'll get to that in trivia. Uh, da, 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 da. Oh, now I know who it is. I had to think about it for a second. Yeah. yeah. Um, I did not like that they killed off Elena. Um, I thought that was making it too tidy at the end for Letty to not have to compete with the mother of his baby. Yeah, but maybe that you knew that. Yeah, I know. They had to do it. When I saw it, I'm like, oh, tidying it up so yeah, she can be a mom. Yeah, we, we, fine, we, we don't want her interfering with Dom and Letty's relationship. All right. That was th- she was with him when we thought Letty was dead. But then Letty came back to life. So now we have to kill uh, Helga or Pata- Elsa. Elsa Pataki. Elena. Elsa Pataki is her real name. Yes. I almost Guess said- who she's married to. Oh, I know this. I know this one. I know this one. Chris Hemsworth. No. Yes. I knew it. Good job, Rob. Uh, yeah, so the, uh, going back to the the car scene where they're um, trying to get the nuclear football from the Russian mm-hmm. security minister. When she takes over all the cars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, does that guy pull out a minigun and start firing like in public? Like at a, I, He doesn't know there aren't people in those cars. Like He's got a minigun on top, and he's just randomly like, yes. uh, what the fuck? Well, he thinks they're getting attacked. It wouldn't matter if there are people in it or not. He's supposed to protect the nuclear keys. Yeah, I have problems with this whole Dom not thinking this through logically. He's like, no, I can do my son. So you're going to give nuclear codes, a nuclear football, and an EMP device to a terrorist? And then just when someone's like, why'd you do that? It's like, jab my son. And be like, no, I get it. That's a big deal. But what the fuck, man? He he would be going to prison for life after all this shit. If they hadn't gotten the nukes and the EMP away from her. No, even so, he still stole them and gave them to a terrorist. He would be in jail for the rest of it. He would be in Guantanamo Bay till he died twice. Who's going to raise your son now, bitch? Yeah, it's just like, dude, I, it, and honestly, he should be in prison. I get it. He was pro, he was properly motivated because he had his his only son kidnapped as a baby. I get it. That being said, you got to make the decision, the right decision there for the better, the better of everyone. Yeah, you get your son, but if what's-her-face shoots nuclear bombs everywhere, he's going to die anyway. Accurate. So I just I just thought that was a little bit of a plot hole. But once again, go suspend disbelief. Yeah, you're right. You're right. I'm I'm I should I should take my own advice. Heed my own advice. If she can control a thousand cars in New York City, he can avoid jail time. <laughs> yeah. Oh, well, he could we if we've known if we've seen one thing through eight of these films, it's that it, Dom can, can avoid, avoid jail time. Jail time. Yeah. Uh yeah, okay, so conservatively, and this goes kind of back to the scene with the minigun on top of the limousine. How many people died in this movie? Conservatively. A hundred? Okay, I was going to say a hundred. This is about a hundred. You, you don't see anyone. Oh, no, you do see the one guy die, and he gets hit by the propeller. And, oh, the, the two deaths you actually do see are pretty gruesome. It's mm-hmm. the propeller guy, and then when they break Big Redbeard's neck at the end, like on, on the <laughs> side. Of the, I don't know. I think his name has like 11 consonants at the it beginning. It has a of, lot. Yeah. I follow him on Instagram too. Let me see. He's like, I think he's like, he's a very dis- distinguished looking dude. I think his name starts with a K. Yeah. And, and it's like K-R-S-S-U-V-V-I. It's something. Yeah. And I feel like the, going back to the nuclear uh, football thing. I think the Russian diplomat and his security people would just die before giving the nuclear football oh, to 1, a man, to a large man holding a large saw. Yeah, and a and a flare. Although that was pretty funny. It looked like a, a video game. A little bit. Yeah, he he had that big mask on. 
It was. It was. I think they would t- totally just give. They would. They just like you know. What, you got to kill us. We, this is. We can't just give you nuclear codes. It's Christopher with a K and an F. Okay. Hivju. I know I pronounced that wrong, but it's H I V. Did you just call him a Jew? Yep. Hivju. Hard J there, Caitlin. Well, I don't know. He was born in Oslo. I don't know if he's. He might be Jewish. Scott, Scott Eastwood's inability to act really bothers me. He's by far the worst actor in this movie. He would not have a job if he did not look exactly like his father and have his father's last name. Um, I agree that in this movie, however, he was in... I haven't seen him in a lot of things. I will say that. He was in a sappy chick movie. Uh, I seen. I saw him in Fury. He ago. wasn't awful, but wasn't... He was pretty whatever in that. Just kind the of... The Longest Ride, I think, is a Nicholas Sparks book. Ugh, no, thank you. But he was good in it. Now, oh, that's oh oh. Maybe that's what we do with uh, when we have our uh, our female guest on in a week or two. Do we do like a chick flick, like a Nicholas Sparks movie? Or, sure. Or do we? I could tear apart the Notebook. <laughs> yeah, I'll think about it. Think about that. That that, that could be for some good. I don't want to do the Notebook. Yeah, no, no, I don't want to do that one either. Something different though. Something cheesier. Like a uh, Dear John with Channing Tatum. Channing's Tatum. I could watch him for a while. Is that Miley Cyrus too? No, that's the last song with Liam Hemsworth. Oh, I get them all confused. Yeah, they're all pretty much the same. Oh, Zach Efron's in one. We could do that one. I like Zach Efron. I think he's funny, mm-hmm. but but I don't think I like him in a not funny movie. I don't think he's a, has a wide range of acting ability outside does. of comedy. Does he's he? He's good in that movie. I guess he was good in that um... Charlie St. Cloud. <clears throat> he was good in that movie. Yeah, I don't. I haven't seen that one. He was he, he was good in that Ted Bundy movie. He was so good, and it's. Uh... Extremely, extremely vile, extremely vile. Just yeah, something like that. It's what the judge says to him at the end when he sentences yeah, I love him. It. He was great in that movie. I've watched it twice. Yeah, he was he did a really good job actually. Uh, yeah, I talked about Dom's car never seeming to take on any damage whatsoever, mm-hmm. and we talked about what, what does Roman what does Roman actually bring to the team other than nothing, nothing at all. <clears throat> yeah. So uh, uh, going back to the sub scene, can subs travel as fast as race cars? Because they're going under the ice. These cars are, I don't know, conservatively going 90 miles an hour. I don't think a sub could go 90 miles an hour underwater. I just don't think it's, I don't think it's possible. Um, I'm not totally sure, but you also have to think, like, length for distance. Because the sub is about Ooh, 10 cars. So it's going to look like it's going as fast. <clears throat> That's a good point. I didn't think about that. Length for distance. Science. If the fuck is, what the fuck is The Rock wearing at the end of this movie? He has, like, a leather vest on with no shirt underneath it. <laughs> he looked like one of the village people. Like, what is he wearing? That's his retirement outfit. I guess. Oh, uh, dude, if I was his daughter, I'd be like, dude, if, you, if retiring is going to make you dress like that, please don't retire. Go back to work. Go back to work. <laughs> Go back to the tight muscle shirts. The ve- It's just a really, really bold choice. I, I get it. I don't remember that specifically, oh, but that's funny. At the, he, just, he has a leather vest on with no shirt underneath. You're like, what are you doing? You look like you're late for your BDSM convention. Like, I don't know what's going now, on. Now, another quick question. Do you think they're back in Havana? At the end? No, they're in New York. Are they? 100%. Okay. They're in New York. Because wouldn't you think they'd go to another country to maybe avoid any potential jail time? I don't know. They, they've got Mr. Nobody covering for him, which he he's pretty much kind of the uh, – the anytime you want to question why they're not getting pursued by authorities, just, you, just, you just say, oh, Mr. Nobody took care of it. But honestly, yeah, Kurt Russell could probably do that. Yeah, he he's funny and he's fun in this movie. He has yeah. a fun little performance in there against Scott Eastwood. Just I think bleh. I think it's funny though that they're like little nobody, <laughs> little nobody. Although, so I was reading. Um, 
women can read? They can on occasion. I was reading an article about this movie when it came out, so from a couple years ago. And it talked about how apparently Scott Eastwood and um, Paul Walker were really good friends. I did not know that. Yeah. So I think that had something to do with him. Well, yeah, the, the, they initially kind of were like, all right, who can we cast that not replace Paul Walker, per se, but someone who will be kind of like Paul Walker, kind yeah. of bring his energy. And I think that's what they did when they hired Eastwood, but I don't think Eastwood does that at all. I don't think he did it in this movie, but I'm interested to see the next movie if he steps it up. You know what I mean? Wouldn't it be weird if, like, if, if they just if he meets Jordana Bruce's character and then they fall in love and then he just slowly becomes Brian over the next course of the next eleven movies? I would hate that. I'm putting <laughs> that on the record. Hate. Well, no, there's, they're going to be done after ten. So there's they've got nine, and then in 2022 they'll have ten. And uh, I I I I'm pot I'm pot committed here. I've I've, I've watched eight. I got to watch the last two. Yeah. So I've watched uh, five out of eight. So. <laughs> Yeah, you, you, you could just be I'll like, I'm done. No, I'll go back and watch them. I like them. I mean, I think they're entertaining movies. They are. They're Car chases are entertaining. Highly profitable. Yeah. I can't imagine they're going to stop after 10 if 10 makes a billion dollars. It's like, wait, they're printing money I with these Vin movies. I think Vin Diesel basically said he was done after Yeah, no, that. but I think they'll do spinoffs. I think they'll do like Hobbs and Shaw. And they have, uh, I remember we talked about this on past podcasts. They have a cartoon now, like Fast what? and Furious uh, Space Racers or something. I don't know. It's a cartoon. They have a, their own cartoon. Cool. They have their own ride at Universal Studios. They do? Mm-hmm. Mm, I want to go on that. Uh, but uh, and I so I get that Jason Statham's character did save Dom's son, mm-hmm. but he at this point they're also and obviously he comes back in the ninth movie. But at this point they're under the impression that he also killed Han. So how do they just well, they know you're part of the team even though they killed Han, man, one of the most beloved members of the Fast and Furious team. Han was killed in Tokyo Drift. You know you understand the timeline works right so. They they don't go by so timeline wise the first one to the eighth one it's not it's not linear so the third one the fifth and sixth happened before the third on the Fast and Furious timeline it's it, they're all jumbled up they had to write around it because uh, they had to make sure they could explain why Han was part of the crew again but then Han died in three but then Han didn't die in nine it's really it's wildly confusing but if you if you look up the Fast and Furious timeline online they'll show you in what orders to watch the movies in the correct timeline. So they thought Jason Statham killed Han. No, they know he did because he he called them at the end of the sixth one. He's like, oh, I'm Jason Statham. You killed my brother and I killed your brother Han. And then. uh, So he supposedly was the driver in Tokyo Drift that killed him. Yes, correct. No, it's not supposedly. You see it at a post credit scene uh, at the end of the sixth movie. I don't like it. And he's like, oh, Jason Statham, you killed me brother. And but then did. Han's not really dead. No, neither's neither's Jason Statham's brother. Jason Statham's brother makes was an, in jail. Yeah. Yeah. Now he makes an he makes an appearance at the end of this movie. Yeah. So it's weird how they just cre- they create all of these mm-hmm. villainous relationships, like you know, and protagonist and antagonist, but then they eventually become friends and team up. And it makes me laugh because um, the guy who plays Owen, I believe his name is. Yeah, Luke. Luke something is his real name. Owen Sh- Owen Shaw, Deckard's brother. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um. He <laughs> he's Gaston in Beauty and the Beast. Oh, night, Luke Ho- Luke Hops? No, no, no. That's that's the name of the Rock's character in this movie. It's Luke something. Luke yeah. Evans. Luke Evans. Yeah. That's his name. He plays Gaston in uh, Beauty and the Beast. My favorite top three Disney villain. Yeah. So when I saw him, I was like, "Oh, it's Gaston." Yeah, I. So it kind of ruined like the hardcore prison villain for me. <laughs> but yeah, that's just me. I also loved him in that movie. 
yeah. with Emma Watson. That that's been the only decent cartoon to real movie transition. Aladdin wasn't great. I liked Aladdin better than I liked Lion King. Yeah, Lion. I, I, Mulan was really good, but I know there's a lot of protests about that right now, so I apologize. Wait, why? What? I, I've read something about this. Is it because they're it charging you more money after you have the subscription? No. So it was filmed in a region. Um, so there's a lot of turmoil of in China. China. No, it's a very big country. Obviously, it's hard to control it. Wait, all. it is. Um, and in certain regions, they um persecute and imprison slash possibly kill um muslims muslims in uh yeah and apparently the movie was filmed in some of those regions okay and so they don't want to so, quick question what asian people don't want it to make a profit because it to them, it feels like they're making a profit off of the genocide of. But Muslims. what does filming in those locations do for the group of people imprisoning and potentially murdering Muslims? Nothing, but I think that's also the point: is that why film in a place where something so negative is happening when there's so much more of China to film in? It is a big place. Yeah, but if, if they're not benefiting from it, I don't see the problem. Like, but Disney also is big enough to help put a stop to kind of some of those things uh oh that's interesting and i think that's the bigger issue that's interesting okay is that disney is very pro human rights oh the, no, okay not necessarily they Cor don't get political corporations get aren't like pro that, anything but. that doesn't make them money if they say it, it's because they know they'll lose money if they don't um so anyways i know that that was one big problem that people had with the film i had a big problem with the film because there's no goddamn songs in it there's no mushu it's because it's based on the actual story this isn't the History the Channel, Warrior. man. This is Disney. I want Mushu. I want songs. I'll make a man out of you. Yeah. Funny but, enough, they do a lot of that song just in dialogue. Oh, I don't like it. It's kind of funny. I don't like I, it. I enjoyed the movie. However, I respect all of the people um, who are suffering in China. And I also know I think the lead actress who plays Mulan made some very pro-police statements in Hong Kong. And I think that is a no-no right now. Pro, pol pro pol I don't know enough. Pro-police statements. Yeah. Like she wants China to take Hong Kong back? Um, Like the Hong Kong police have been very abusive to their citizens, and she made a like, yeah. pro-police statement. If only they modeled their policing like, like America's police. They're the ones. That's what they, they should be doing. America's police. Like I said, I don't know. I don't know enough about it to speak confidently on it. I just know that these are some of the problems that I read about online. Um, so, do, oh, in summation, don't see Mulan. Don't <laughs> pay for Mulan. Oh, okay. If you can pirate it, go for it. Uh, all right. So I guess that brings us to the segment of the podcast. It's, it's time for Tipsy Trivia. This is a portion of the podcast where we have five trivia-based questions from the film. If Caitlin gets three of the five correct, she has to shotgun, and I don't. Or no, wait. The other way. Around. Other way around. Mm -hmm. it inevitably, we'll end up shotgunning, except it'll just be me because Caitlin is not shotgunning uh, because she has to drive. I have a baby at home, and she has she has responsibilities. The fuck. <laughs> My only responsibility is to drink beer and watch football today. And you got two dogs who basically take care of themselves. So. They do. They're quite They're independent. They're very independent. They're quite independent. <laughs> I, sometimes they feed me, if I'm being honest. <laughs> Here's a squirrel, Dad. He's <laughs> <laughs> like, no, I use your medication, I use your medication, Dad. Um, 
so, why does your dog sound like Scooby Doo? Yeah, no, I just, I just went to Scooby. <laughs> Honestly, I could see Louis sounding like Scooby Doo. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. No, Louis. Louis sounds like I like to poop in the house. That's what he sounds like. <laughs> it's still Scooby Doo. I know. I don't know how to do another dog voice. I don't. That's my only dog. It's my go-to dog voice. All right, number one, true or false? This movie originally had a post-credit scene setting up a Hobbs and Shaw movie. Is true, but they cut it because Vin Diesel was not having it. Vin Diesel seems to be uh, he, not having a lot of things. He really likes to control this franchise. It's like he was all pissed off they made. Um, uh, especially a lot of the cast was really upset that they made a spinoff with Hobbs and Shaw because they put it ahead of doing the next Fast and Furious film. And I guess Tyrese Gibson was having some financial issues and needed a check. <laughs> and he was all pissed off at The Rock and Jason Statham. Oh, God, I love, I love Tyrese. He's the best. Number you know two. It's bad when you're in a franchise like this and you're like, hey, when are we making the next one? I'm broke again. Yeah, Ty- I'm Tyrese, man. You, you, you've been in five of these. Yeah, you should have some money socked away by yeah. now. Uh, and uh, yeah, I say that as uh, that's purely conjecture. I don't know for a fact if he has financial problems. Tyrese, don't sue me. Uh, over Number two, over under $65 million. How much money did this movie gross in its opening day in China? The over under $65 million. Over. Under $63 million. Oh, In one day. Surprising. Pretty good. Pretty, it's just a trip. Pretty, pretty, pretty. What I, yeah, I didn't know. What I say the budget was, $220 million? Yeah. Yeah, okay. Number three, over, under, two and a half. How many Oscar winners are in this movie? I already answered this for you. Under, because it's two. Correct. Yeah. Do you know who they are? Helen Mirren and Charlize Theron. Correct. Yay. Number four, true or false. This is the first movie to be filmed in Cuba since the rise of Fidel Castro and the trade embargo. I'm going to go true because Obama worked on True. That. It is. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. The first movie to be filmed in Cuba, which is cool. And that's probably that's probably my favorite scene to watch. It's gorgeous. Yeah. It is beautiful. Uh, yeah. I want to go to Cuba. Maybe not during COVID, but yeah. Oh, well, yeah. Cuba's like, stay away. <laughs> yeah, everyone's like, stay away. I know my parents and my brother and I were all discussing where we were going to go. Can't go anywhere. If someone got reelected and we couldn't live here anymore. Uh, Vancouver's supposed to be nice. Uh, we're thinking Ireland. I can get citizenship. Holy potatoes. I can get citizenship in three to five years as a nurse. Talk about, Oh, yeah, that's true. That's cool. Uh, yeah, th- th- that would, what, and then I would just bring my mom over as my nanny. Would you, would, you t- would you bring your current significant other with you? I would try. I don't think he wants to go. <laughs> You'd end your relationship. Um, I, not going to lie, can't live on another four years of Trump. So yeah, it could it could it. be the death of America. <laughs> and on that uh, chipper note, number five and final question of this tipsy trivia: This was the second installment in the franchise to not include Paul Walker. What was the first? Tokyo Drift. That's correct. To- Tokyo Drift. I love that movie actually. So <laughs> I've seen it many times. Good job, Caitlin. I think you got three. Yeah, three. three? Three and a half if you want to include naming the Oscar winners. That's true. Okay, I'll give you three and a half. Drinking buddies. Who's your drinking buddy from this film? Who's the, the not the actor, but the character oh, you get irresponsibly drunk with from this film? So many. There's a lot of good choices. I'm going to go with Shaw. That's dope. Which one? Deckard or Owen? Deckard. Oh, I'm Deckard Shaw. Um... Yeah, no, that seems bonkers, and I'd get to hang out with his mom. No, see, that's my choice is Helen Mirren. I would drink with that. I would drink with that old broad any day, any day of the week. She would be a blast to talk to. Helen, but he means broad in the nicest way possible. I do mean it as an endearing term. 
it's very broad's always been an endearing term for me but <laughs> i guess maybe that's not how women take it but yeah i, I mean it with a, it's like, it's like it's like when i'm like oh yeah that's my bitch you don't say that i don't say that <laughs> okay uh let's go to the rotten tomatoes over under critics i will set at a 65 percent under over 67 percent impressive I'm yeah proud of this movie. when i researched this movie my first thought was i can't believe i thought this movie was way worse than that but then i rewatched it i get it i get 65 67 that's about right uh and if you look at all the rotten tomatoes this one by far has the worst rotten tomatoes rating wow all the other ones are like 88 to 93 they're really, Man, really. I really gotta well, watch the others. I guess uh, Tokyo Drift. I think that one's aged well, though. I like when it I first came out. Either. I was like, I hated it. People hated it. it because there were none of the main characters. Yeah, it was it. a completely different, completely different thing. It was a nice break and a different style of driving, and the storyline was cool. And it had the and it had that Luke kid from, uh, um, that Billy Bob Thornton movie back in the day. It had Sling little, Blade. It had Lil Bow Wow. It did have Lil Bow. Oh, yeah, his characters never come back. No. I wonder why he would be a good addition. Actually, his I, car is at Universal Studios. I, I haven't seen him acting quite some time. Maybe he's not interested. Mm, it's possible. Um, oh, yeah. Sorry. Uh, audience, I will set the over under at 75%. Under. 72. 72. And IMDb rating was a... 6.9. 6.7. I'm just kidding. I like a 6.9. Oh, yeah. I would give it a 7.2, which is odd. I don't usually rate movies higher, but I think... That's your real buzz ranking? Yeah. 6.2. Four for me, six point five maybe. Usually I'm under you guys, so this is a bold move for me. Yeah, normally, normally we like the movies a lot more than you do. I was very entertained. Yeah, so sorry we didn't have you on for the the Geely. Have you have you actually watched Geely? Uh, yeah, unfortunately. Is it yet? Yeah, I don't. It's an hour and a half of my life. I'll never get back. It's two hours. First of all, and second of all, I don't think all, I finished it. Did you know there's a, a a director's cut that's forty minutes longer? I read that um on the Real Buzz page. Yep, 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 and. I really think Doug from The Hangover wants this movie to just be buried because his portrayal of mentally disabled people is really bad. It's, it's, he's portraying like three different mental disabilities. He's like, sometimes you feel like he's autistic. Sometimes you feel like he has Tourette's and sometimes you feel like he maybe has Down syndrome. Like you really, you don't, you really can't tell. He exhibits different traits from all three at different times. It's like, yo, all, Get it all mentally disabled people don't just act like all of these things. Like do a little bit of research for the role, man. I mean, Ugh. It was it was a little frustrating. So uh next week. Reindeer games. No. Yeah. We should save that for Christmas. Mm. Yeah, but I don't want to. It's too far away. Could we do speed two cruise control? I guess we could. No, it's reindeer games. I'll do reindeer games. I want to do crawl. That movie was not that great. I Did watched watch it all. Yeah. And I was like, I, I'm, and I'm a big Barry Pepper guy. I like Barry Pepper a lot. And the lead the, the lead actress did a good job in this movie, but it got such good reviews, I'm like it was okay. That's what I'm saying. We could review it very easily. Eh, I don't. I don't remember having a whole lot to talk about though on that one. Gators. Yeah. Anyway, uh, thank meth you. Meth gators. Neck gators. Meth gators. Oh, meth gators. Yeah. Yeah. Those gators were crazy, dude. I get get my drop right before we go. Thank you for listening to another edition of Real Buzz Takes. We are the Real Buzz Crew. Do I even? Ha- yeah. Uh, Caitlin, take us out. The family. We are the Real Buzz Crew, and we review the best of the worst for you. This concludes our broadcast day. Oh, thank you.